say the game is getting old. Monday morning and your coffee's cold. Life is not what you want it to be. Hello, everybody, and welcome to A New Direction. I am Jay Izzo, and I'm with you again. It's our special Christmas show. Oh, my gosh. Yay. Yeah, you, you may hear her in the background. This is Kim Poland in the background. She's going to be with me today. She is the, I've, I've already denoted that she is the queen of the top 10 lists. So we're going to do, <laughs> so we're going to have some fun with, with the queen of top 10 lists. She's also an author, by the way. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about her. She has a great uh, website, uh, KimFNP.com. Um, we're going to talk, we're going to talk a little bit about that too and, and her overcoming uh, fibromyalgia and how she's dealing with that as well because she has such an amazing great attitude and I'm so excited about doing uh, this interview with her just because I just wanted to have some fun and and Kim's a lot of fun she's so positive and has such great <laughs> positive energy and everything I've read about her her blogs and everything that I've read just it just was something that I felt like I needed to do during this holiday season where I, I go so deep in business and 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 we've dealt with so many tough and rough issues and we will continue to do that but i wanted to have a lighthearted show i wanted to have a show where we could just have some fun and we could just uh chat and and enjoy that and and kim's going to do that today but before we do that I, we do what we do every week right we're going to check in with the four areas of your life right and i want to i want to know where you're at right because it's so important that you do this, not just weekly with me, but I think you should do it every day where you check in physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually with yourself every day. Where are you at? And then, you know, where are you going? And then how are you going to get there, right? Because the whole goal <laughs> is that I believe that we are four-part people. We are physical people. We are mental people. We are emotional people. And yeah. we are spiritual people. And so what I, I, I see those four areas like the four legs of a table. Right. If it and, and right. put them on a scale of one to ten. So if you are a ten, the table's at the right height. If all those areas are a ten or in nine or an eight, it's easy to eat off that table because it's even and, and it makes it it makes it easy to eat. But if let's say you're all threes, well now your table's so low you're sitting in a normal chair, it's hard to eat off the plate. If you're if your four legs are skewed, like let's say you're a three, a seven, a four, and an and, a, and, a, and and then maybe a one in an area, well, now you got an uneven table. Well, the plate's going to slide off the table. So that doesn't work. So let's check in. Let's start here physically. On a scale of one to 10, everybody, physically, one being miserable, 10 being awful, where are you at physically? How are you doing physically? Are, I mean, are you eating right? Are you doing the right things? I'm, I'm fighting a little bit of a cold here. It's typical. It happens. It's time of year. But you know what? I still physically feel pretty good. You know, I still feel like I'm probably a good 7, 7.5. I'm not perfect, but I feel pretty good. I'm eating right. I'm maybe not getting into the gym like, in, like I want to, but I'm doing some of the right things. Right? The point of this is physically is if you're a 4, I'm not trying to get you from a four to a 10 today. I want you to get from a four to a five. What do you need to do to change yourself to get to a four to a five today, right? Or in the next day, in the next 24 hours, what can you do to change what you're doing physically, right? All right, good. You got that? Okay, there's your physical. Okay, let's go to the mental. What do I mean when I say the mental side of you? What are you filling your mind with, right? You know, our brain is two sides, right? We're creative and we're logical people. And so... What are you doing to exercise your brain? And let's be honest. I don't care how old you get, and I don't care where you're at physically. You can always be improving your brain. There, that is the one thing that we can constantly keep working on. Even when our body, yes, as we age, our body starts to sag and fall apart a little bit. But, <laughs> but, but the truth of the matter is we can constantly mentally be improving. So on that scale, one being miserable, ten being amazing, where are you at mentally? What are you doing? Right? Are you reading good books? Are you are you reading the right things? Maybe you need to get rid of reading some things. Maybe you got to get rid of watching right. some things. Maybe you got to stop watching the news because it's depressing you. Right? Maybe you need to maybe you need to do some things to change it up a little bit. All right. How about the third area, emotionally? Right? And what do I mean when I say where are we at emotionally on that same scale of one to ten? One being miserable, ten being amazing. Well, mostly what I'm asking you is what is your emotional intelligence, your emotional quotient, meaning. How well are you able to control your emotions, right? The, the one thing I tell people all the time is, you know, you can control your emotions if you really want to. 
And I gave, mm -hmm. the, I gave this example to my psychology class quite often. I say to them, you know, somebody can kick me in the shin. I do not have to react emotionally the way you think I react. Right. I, I, I don't have to be mad at you. I don't have to be, uh, I, 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 I could cry. I could even laugh. I actually have choices on how I want to respond emotionally to anything. Right? People would let them, their circumstances determine how their emotions are going to be. That's a choice, folks. There's two things I could promise right. you that you have a choice over. Right? It's your attitude and it's your effort. And, and if you think about that in emotional terms, you could, could, you, your emotions affect your attitude. So how well are you able to control your emotions in that scale of 1 to 10 right now? Not only that emotionally, how, how well are you able to relate to other people's emotions? Guys, I'm talking to you too. I understand blue is a color, but it also could be the way we feel, okay? We can feel a little blue. Okay, so, but how are you able to relate to other people's emotions? Because that's all part of our emotional intelligence. Okay, so you got those three numbers, right? You got the physical, the mental, emotional. Then finally, the fourth, the fourth piece. Where are you at spiritually? And right. you say to me, what do you, Jay, what do you mean? I, I don't believe in spiritual things. Well, the truth is you do. I, I promise you do. You believe in something, right? And you go, well, I don't believe in God. Okay. All right. Listen, this show isn't about trying to convert you to anything. I get it. You, you don't believe in God. Some people do, though. And it, so if you do believe in God, and, and, and especially this time of year, the Christmas time of year, you know, how is that going for you? But I know some of you believe in goodwill. Some of you believe in karma. Some of you believe that you get your peace from nature or joy or stuff like that. How's that working out for you? Right? Is it really fulfilling you the way it should be fulfilling you? Are you really feeling settled and at peace with that? Right. So I ask those questions because, and 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 be honest with you, folks. Some people even believe in they they try to say they don't believe in anything, but the truth is you have faith in something. I promise you, you mm -hmm. do. I, I you can't go in this world and not have faith in something. You just can't. You 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 think that you're that everything's going to happen the way it's going to happen. But the truth is, folks, we don't know what's going to happen the next moment. So you have to believe that the next moment, even if it's unconscious, you have to believe that the next moment's going to happen. So what gives you that belief to keep going? Right? Because you could say, well, I believe in science. Well, well really, science isn't a belief system, right? Because we, there's so many things we can't explain with science. We, we, we can't explain such things. You go, what are you talking about? Well, we can't explain. Why would somebody that, they, that doesn't even know another person be willing to give up their life for that person? You know, what, why do we love things that we shouldn't even love? Science can't explain that. There's so many things that science and, and logic can't explain. And those are the spiritual things and that settle us and give us peace and give us hope. And so I ask you to check into that area because it's as important an area as the other three areas of your life. So as you're looking at those areas, where are you at, all right? And how are you gonna get better? And what can you do today to do those four areas? Well, I'm gonna tell you something. I have got the, just the honor and the privilege to talk to a fabulous young lady uh, by the name of Kim Poland. And she's a registered nurse. She's author of a novel, her first novel, as a matter of fact, entitled, I Never Thought It Could Have Happened, book one, The Sisterhood. And Kim obtained her Bachelor's of Science in Nursing from St. John Fisher College in Rochester, New York. Her medical background was drawn to the fore when she found herself stricken with health issues. And in this particular case, um, fibromyalgia. And she, so she decided to write, putting her thoughts on the paper. She moved with her family to Tampa, Florida, where she continued to develop writing as part of her lifestyle change. Um, Kim has since pushed through her illness and several hurdles to publish her first novel that I talked about, and I never thought it could have happened, book one. But she is also the queen of the top 10 lists, and she loves <laughs> doing top 10 lists. And I am so pleased to have her, and she's being brought to us today, again, by our sponsor, Inline Business Brokers and Advisors. And folks, if you are someone who owns a business, at some point, you're going to you're gonna probably need the services of an experienced business broker. So... Selling your business can be a big decision, so make sure you build your deal team, starting with the experts at Inline Business Brokers and Advisors. You can learn more online at inline.com. That's www.enlign.com. Just Snell and his 
uh, fabulous people will certainly help you in, in helping you sell your business and do it with the utmost confidentiality. And so now, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kim Poland to A New Direction. Kim, welcome to A New Direction. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. So, Kim, uh, I know uh, that you, uh, you're a registered nurse. I know that for a fact. Yes. And yeah. uh, which is awesome. I love nurses. Um, having mm-hmm. had several surgeries, uh, they have always been, um, you know, everything from a total knee replacement to ripping all the rotator cuffs off my shoulders and, <laughs> and having to wow. go through hospitals. Yes, awful. And uh, having to do that, but they were always there caring. And so I, I have a special place in my heart for nurses. And and I was so fortunate and um, to be able to teach nursing students as they were preparing uh, as well at uh, some private universities and colleges, you know, through things such as uh, lifespan psychology and uh, brain anatomy and function, some of those things as well that I was teaching nursing students. And so I I really do have a special place in my heart for nursing students. But what intrigued me so much was your top 10 lists. And... (laughs) uh, and, 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 and before we get into some of these fun, you know, holiday top 10 lists, I want to talk to you about your fibromyalgia because it's, I don't think people know the disease well, and I don't think they, no, I, they I, don't. and I don't think they understand it. So but before we get into the top 10 lists, help, help people kind of, you know, walk us through what you're, what you have to deal with in terms of fibromyalgia. Okay, so when I first found out about it um, a couple of years ago, not not hasn't been that long, about 2012, when I found out about it, um, for me, I, I completely didn't know that much about it myself because, you know, I had been going on for years and years with a lot of pain in my body. But when I, when I was told that I had it, then I started doing more and more research about it. And then that's when I found out that it, just um it's an overact active um nerve in the body that can cause pain um more pain than a usual person and so that was what i was having all the time just constant pain in the body like uh you know at rest and then with that pain i was also having numbness tingling and then they would try different medications, and some of the medications would have side effects, and some of the side effects that I would have, not necessarily that, you know, everyone would have, because everyone is different, but with me, I would have, I would have uh, memory loss, and I would have, uh, I would be falling, things of that nature, so I would have different things going on with me, so it was, it was something to, you know, learn about so I would know to what to expect and things you know to to know to learn to what to look for and uh, my husband and my family they were very supportive because it would be sometimes I would be driving on the expressway and I would know I wouldn't even remember where I would be going I would have to pull over and ask my husband for directions on like how to get home or how to get where I was going because I got to the point where my memory was just it was not where it was supposed to be. And I would be in so much pain at work that I would just have to come home and I, I couldn't do nursing anymore. It was, you know, it very debil- debilitating. It's, um, it's something that they are still doing studies on to try to learn more and more about the disease because when they first start noticing more and more Americans start to have fibromyalgia. It start they started studying more and more about it. But for each and every person it's different. The symptoms are different. Um but they do have classical symptoms of how they diagnose you. But um for me it was it was I went through a lot and but my family was very supportive of me while I went through um what I was going through with the everyday pain. And when I say everyday pain, I mean pain on a scale level of almost 10 where I would end up in the hospital because of so much pain and things of that nature. So, and then I would, I would find out at a young age of, I was like in the, my twenties and I had a, I had a small hip fracture and the doctor would think, oh, 
how did you get that? Did your husband hit you or something of that nature? I was like, no, I, you know, I was falling and, you know, and probably maybe got it from, uh, you know, maybe from that, but no, it wasn't that. It was like the calcification of the bones or were, you know, something had happened to me. And I was like, well, I, you know, that's been there for a while. So I wouldn't know where bumps and bruises and things would come from. And, but I know that it was a lot of pain and no one knew what kind of pain that I was in. Just only I knew what the type of pain that I was in. So it's a, it's a very debilitating disease if you're trying to work and you're trying to actually deal. Cause sometimes you really can't get into the bed. You really can't get out of bed at every day. So. Yeah. So one of the things, you know, in my study, you know, I was doing some studies of uh, fibromyalgia and, you know, trying to learn about it and, First of all, it's 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 a much more prevalent disease than what we recognize. We talk about so many other things. We don't talk about fibromyalgia uh, that much. Uh, you see it occasionally on a commercial here or there, where there's some new medication or something that they're putting out for it. Uh, but I do know that it's it's kind of a six to two ratio women to men. So basically, yeah. women get it, uh, and it could happen. It can can come on in any age. By the way, it doesn't have to be something that you know you get when you're older or get when you're younger it could it could happen at, at, at any time and we really don't right. know a lot about the onset or why uh, very much about it but we do know that people will wake up with incredible stiffness sometimes and but the, it's mm -hmm. the overall pain that uh, the nerves are just firing at such a high level that is just a crazy amount of pain and one of the things that really intrigued me about your story uh, was that you have such an amazing positive attitude despite <laughs> despite living with this disease so how did you how did you you know how did you get this attitude because you know a lot of people you know sadly you know I've seen people who go through whatever their circumstances are and 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 I'm not trying to belittle anybody's circumstances here please don't I don't want anybody to hear that right. And, but, you know, I know that you're, you have to deal with something. How do you maintain your positive attitude as you're dealing with this disease? Well, sometimes for me, when I, when I, when it first began, it was really hard. Um, cause you can go into, uh, depression and then, but after that, you know, you, you live, you live above that because I call on a higher person. I call on God to bring me through. Um, I'm very spiritual. My, my family is very spiritual and we believe that God, you know, he, he is, he's a healer. He can heal. He can, you know, he can heal any disease, any, anything. His will will be done. I mean, he can, he can let the blind, he can let the blind see, you know what I mean? He right. can cure cancer. Sure. He can do whatever. So, Knowing that you can just, it doesn't matter. I mean, if you wake up every morning, that's a blessing for us. Right. So for me, I just think, thank God I'm still here because at this age right now, the age that I am, I have my family, I have grandchildren now, even though I'm, you know, <laughs> and so I just thank God for it. And I just, I just live my life and just be happy because there's so many people that that's not here. You know, there's this, and I'm just, I'm just a bubbly person because if you cry, you cry alone. If you laugh, the world laughs with you. Mm. So it's just, it's just my choice to be, to be happy. It's just my choice. See, um, I love that. God gives us, God, God, he, he's not a God of fear. So that's, that's my choice to be happy. See, I, I love, see, I, I don't think people understand that, you know, I try to, you know, I try to explain it in the four areas of your life, right? That, you know, really your emotional happiness is a choice regardless of your circumstances. And, right. And I, I don't think people really wrap their minds around that whatever is happening in your life, no matter how bad things are or can be, you still have a choice on, you know, what, what your attitude is going to be today. Right. And you made that choice. 
right? I mean, right. A- admittedly, admittedly, your faith uh, has has clearly been a huge part of that and, and helps you, but you still make a choice every day because I'm going to tell you something. I, I know the most spiritual people in the world, right? And yet, you know, circumstances can drag them down. And again, I'm not judging them or chastising them for that. But I also right. know that we ultimately have a choice on how I'm going to live today or I'm going to live this moment. And and, and right. the, the thing that was so beautiful about the things that I've read uh, from you in terms of your blog and, and other excerpts that you've done is that it seems to me that every day you make a choice that you're going to be happy and you're going to try to do something good for someone else. Yes. <laughs> I, I try. I try. Because you never know when your time is up. Right. right. It doesn't take that much to smile. It doesn't take that much to tell someone hello. It doesn't take that much to help someone cross the street or help them with their 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 bag or whatever. Right. Life is short. You know, God is love. We should be love. We, he wants us to show that love. And so my, you know, I teach that to my kids. My husband teaches the kids, you know, we're going to teach that to our grandkids. And when they're older, they're babies now. (laughs) Um, But it doesn't take that much. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You know, I've said all along that, you know, it really doesn't take much to inspire other people. I, I, I'm really big uh, as a speaker and, or in, and author and, and as a consultant. I am really, really big on it doesn't take much to inspire others. It's amazing during this holiday season how we're supposed to be so happy and joyous and we get so right. caught up into the wrappings and the presents and the getting from here to there and and family and all this type of the things that we do that we feel stressed and that's not the point of this you know of what we're we're supposed to do and so sometimes what happens is we're so caught up in what the next thing we're going to do is we forget that there are people uh who are serving us you know as we go through these stores and and shopping malls or wherever we're shopping that you right. know, that they're working and you know I don't know how somebody has treated that person today or what their circumstances right. are. And I try to be so conscious. And I think this is, this is what you're saying. I try to be so conscious of smiling, engaging, being patient. I think that's the biggest one, right? Is to be patient. Yes. 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 You hit the nail on the head being patient. Um, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, I was in the store and this lady behind me she was just like I can't be patient (laughs) and I'm like oh my god you're just in the wrong store I mean it was just a grocery line and I just and I just told her I said I will pray for you (laughs) you know because that's the best thing that you can tell a person I will pray for you I, I told her I said I will pray for God to give you some patience because you're just in a grocery store and you have no patience. I would hate to see you in a a car and you have no patience. Oh, it's just, it's, in, it's, it's, it, it's mind blowing. Well, like you say, people, it's just, I don't understand. Well, it, it's because I, I think, you know, as people are watching and listening to the show, because actually we're on Facebook live uh, and, and I could see that Ben Brown, who is an author of a fabulous book that I interviewed, um, here just recently, and Joel um, Fitz is with us. Brian Peterson has joined us as well, and some other folks. And 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 of course, this is going to be a podcast later at the Christmas show. So actually, these people are watching a live taping of of our of, of the show, which is kind of neat. And I I do think that patience is is an underutilized word, not just a word, but it is a behavior that we don't utilize very well. And, and we can kind of get, we can kind of lose our, lose our patience. And I, I, and, and I mean that in sincerity that we can kind of lose our patience with other people based on what's going on in our own lives. 
And when I start thinking about that, I start thinking, well, it's pretty selfish on my part that my, the, the way my world is going is your problem because it's, it's not, it's, you know, what, what's going on in my world isn't your problem. You're checking out right. you know, whatever toys or things I'm buying for my friends or whatever. And you know, my, my bad, my bad day isn't your problem. Matter of fact, if, <laughs> right? I mean, the, the truth of the matter is, if I was really getting outside of myself, the truth is, regardless of what my day is, I have a responsibility to try to give you a smile, even if it's a smile or being kind, just simply being kind and patient with you right. and, and, and going on. And trust me, I'm, I'm a work in progress because <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm clearly, I'm clearly not there. Although I, I, I believe I'm getting better um, every day at it. So I really do. So one of the things that you do is you do these top 10 lists. Yes. Yes. And uh, so let's talk about one of your Christmas top 10 lists. All right. Do, do you, okay. All right. Well, let, what, what, give, which, what's the first top 10 list that you have for a Christmas top 10 list? Okay. So... A top 10 list, the top 10 ways you can get ready for your out-of-town guests. Top 10 ways, okay, okay, top 10 ways, I'm just going to repeat it, that you could get ready for your out-of-town guests. And before you go into that, let me just say, we've all had to deal with out-of-town guests. Sometimes, (laughs) sometimes folks, let's be honest, sometimes their family is sometimes of these out-of-town guests. And you know, you, you know, the truth is you can choose your friends. But you can't choose your family, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Right. So go ahead. So what, what's what's number ten on on preparing Christmas, preparing for out of town guests? What's your number ten? Okay. So number ten is okay. So maybe. Oh my God. Okay. So I I probably did. I should have did it the other way. Okay. So number ten, you want to create a list, a guest list. Know how many people are coming. Okay. That's number 10. Okay. So, no, okay. Know, right. Know how many people. So, we should know kind of know how many people are coming. I mean, that's good. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. We want to create that guest list. Okay. 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 And does that mean okay. that, that we should go? Should we go into that? Like, all right, that we should, it should be just more than the names, right? We should kind of know some of their quirks and <laughs> oh we're gonna we're gonna get there oh, okay, we're gonna okay, get okay, sort okay, of there a, okay 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 you're right so, I'm patient. okay number nine number, number nine, nine number nine we're gonna mark the date of everyone arrival on the calendar or a planner and we're gonna set those reminders on our phone to keep us updated because you know some people might might not arrive on the same date you know how uh, some people arrive early and yeah. some people arrive like midweek or something like that so you want to set that reminder on your phone to keep you updated, okay? So this isn't the this isn't the Christmas vacation uh, list where everybody kind of shows up at the same time, like they did in the movie Christmas mm-hmm. Vacation. You, you got people. Who, yeah, they're gonna. You got stragglers. We got people showing in, showing up like days before Christmas. All right, all right. That's number nine. All right, number eight. Okay. So go shopping for inexpensive gifts. So if you're not certain what a family member may like, gift cards are always a great idea. Oh, great idea, right? The, the gift okay. card. Yes. So do you? Yes, the gift you, card. Do you? But do you think that like, I mean, is gift cards kind of like an easy out? Yeah, it is. But if you know that person and you know, like, if they like movies and stuff like that, okay, buy them a movie gift card, you know? Oh, got it, got it, got it. But, yeah, it's an easy out so you don't mess up anything else, okay? So, yeah, it's an easy out. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so. Number seven? Number seven. You want to check with family members um, of any food allergies because this can ruin this can ruin a whole entire family occasion. Yes, it can. <laughs> Make sure that nobody's <laughs> allergic to peanuts because you've, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Or shrimp, right. Or like, right, you have the shrimp out, right? And you, yeah. I had, true, 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 and somebody's allergic to shellfish, um, yeah. I, true story. My uncle, God rest him, uh, he was so allergic to selfish, shellfish that I mean, he couldn't even smell it and he would, oh wow yeah he, if he smelled it he would uh, i mean he was miserable 
And so we would go, everybody in my family loves seafood. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And my uncle even would go fishing. And I'd go fishing with my uncle in the ocean with my uncle and my grandfather when I was younger. And, uh, but we'd go, they'd go out. My mom would love to go to seafood restaurant. My uncle would stay in the car because there was no oh way God. he would walk into. So, okay, this, that's a good one, right? Check your menu. Okay, check your, check your menu. Okay, good. Good for you. All right, check your menu. Okay. okay. What, number, what are we at, six here? Six. Yes, okay. that's six. So pre- prepare the room a few days before arrival with a small basket or holiday bag that you have brought while shopping for inexpensive gifts. Have it filled with welcome home leisure items such, uh, such as furry socks or if you live in a warm climate, stock up on flip-flops or stainless steel straw bottles, you know, a cozy blanket, a relaxation pillow for the plane ride home. So things, little things like that for each room, for each guest that when they come. So they have like a little, you know, welcome home holiday basket. Oh, that's a cool idea. I never, yeah. you know, I think we, we kind of take it for granted that people are going to be well prepared you know, for our climate, yeah. you know, cause I live in mm-hmm. North Carolina and, and I, and I think you, you live in Florida and I live, yes. I live in North Carolina here. And you know, when my, sometimes my family will, has dropped in <laughs> and <laughs> you know, I noticed that they were not prepared because it was, if they come in the summer and they weren't prepared and, and, but in the winter, you know, we can arc my climate here can be anything you know we i can have snow one day and then it's 70 degrees the next so right uh okay that's great and, you know i like that having a little bit of a you know have a little bit of a gift basket kind of of little things that make sense for your climate so that they can be comfortable okay i love that okay and by the way mm-hmm. before we get to number five before we get to number five i need to do this because this is important to the show i need to tell you that 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 miss poland and and a new direction is brought to you by inline business brokers and advisors and inline business brokers and advisors have helped literally thousands of clients in the sale and purchase of businesses when it's time to sell your business contact the professionals at inline business brokers and advisors you can learn more online at inline.com that's www.enlign.com and we are talking with kim poland and she is the queen of the top ten. She is uh, she is a fighter, a survive not just a fighter and a survivor. She is a perseverant, happy person who lives with fibromyalgia day after day. And she's doing this fun little top ten list of preparing for your out of time guests at Christmas. And so we've gone through the first ten through six. And um, so we're going to do number five. So what's number five, Kim, on your list of preparing for out-of-town guests at Christmas? Okay. So you want to set up each room for each guest with an LED essential oil diffuser. This keeps the room at its zen mood at all times. So say if you got like a little baby or a toddler and you want to like take a time out and you want to relax or even relax yourself. Then you have like an oil diffuser in the room and you can choose like a, a comfortable oil and it's just like a zen, a zen mood, you know, and, you know, it's relaxation. So that's always nice to have in each room that you can use for your guests too. So that's pretty nice. You know what people, again, I'm, you know, as a psychology professional, people underestimate how smells affect us. Right. Right. <laughs> I love them myself. I, I love the oil diffusers. Those are so nice. <laughs> yeah, well, but there's, I mean, right? I mean, if I tell people, you know, okay, have you ever smelled a rotten egg? What does that do to your sense? <laughs> uh, right? I mean, I mean, it doesn't take, it doesn't take long. You kind of go, oh, yeah, that's not good. But then have you ever been, have you ever smelled, people, okay, people, listen to this. Have you ever had that smell of lemon zest come through the kitchen you know, yes. like when I, like when I cook, I love cooking. And one of the things I cook is lemon chicken piccata. And, mm-hmm. and when people smell that lemon zest, you could just see their, the brightness on their face, right? When they do that. And yeah. I, I think these oil diffusers, and, and I'm, I'm a big fan of them, by the way. Uh, and I don't use them nearly enough, but they really do set the mood and they set the tone and they can be very relaxing. Different odors and smells uh, can be very pleasant to to folks yes. to do that so that makes a lot of sense that's number five okay what's number four 
Okay, make sure you have tried to prepare a little a little of what everyone likes to eat so you wouldn't have to leave anyone out of the holiday season. So a good way to do this is like if you contact your mom or your grandma or your aunts or uncles, you know, be a little bit um, nosy when you contact them prior to like the holiday season and find out what little Timothy likes to eat or what, you know, Aunt Jen's like to eat. So you have a little bit of what they like. So if you don't want to prepare it yourself, you can always have it catered in for them for the for the Christmas dinner so no one feels left out of you know something that they like to eat because I know with my family a lot of some people don't like to eat this and they don't eat that so you know you can always have something catered in for the ones that don't like what are a particular meal that you eat so that's a good way to include everyone in um, for dinner time yeah a little bit of something right I mean it doesn't have to be the whole meal and I love that idea I love that idea because you know you know, you, I have some folks who are vegan, right? So have a vegan, right. have a you know, v, you know, vegetable dish prepared. Um, and then I know that there's the finicky toddler, right? Who right, right, <laughs> right? The finicky toddler who just doesn't eat anything but grilled cheese sandwiches. Well, okay, well, then, <laughs> you know, we'll have grilled cheese, right? We'll make some small little grilled cheese sandwiches for them. I I I, I love that idea, and I occasionally cater and have cooked for large parties and it's not it's a hobby it's not a business it's a hobby so folks if you're going to contact me to be your caterer it's it's a hobby thing okay don't it's not a profession but one of the things that i have found (laughs) is when i have I, i found one of the fun things to do is if i am catering for a family and they have small children is to find a way to get the children involved in that because they get to create their own food. And so you would yeah. ask, you ask, I asked, you know, do your kids eat pizza? Well, I mean, very few kids don't, right? But some kids don't mm-hmm. like meat on their pizza. Some kids like to put, you know, vegetables or, you know, what, and I would ask them, what's their favorite pizza that they like to eat? And something, some of them would say, oh, they love, you know, pineapple and, you know, whatever on their pizza. So I would make sure I had those items so that they could make their own pizzas and then have have this big giant pizza uh, peel that we would slide the pizzas in the oven, right? It's big. It was way bigger than it needed to be, but they loved, the kids (laughs) loved the giant size pizza pizza peel. And so we slide them into the oven, and here the kids get to watch. I turn the light on the oven, and they're watching their pizzas bubble and everything, and it just got them so involved, and they created their own food. And I, I love doing that. I don't know that's necessarily something you could do at Christmas but I think whenever you can do that type of thing and I think that's kind of where you're leading here too is that you're getting them to kind of create their own food and you're also preparing for all those people so all right that's that's awesome okay where are we at what's our next number um we are on we four, uh, let's see four, four number four here that, uh four yes okay what's number four um, let's see. Make sure you have games or activities planned for your guests as they will stay with you. This will um, steer away the boredom, board games for the little ones, pool, gun range if they're open, because my family, we love to shoot, <laughs> and cornhole, etc. You know, because like maybe sometimes they have like an open gun range, like outdoors or something like that. And for the people that love to shoot, they can go to the gun range and then Things like that. So, yeah, just make sure you have some games or activities planned, the Wii or something like that, or, you know, just have some games or activities um, available for your guests to play. One of the most old-fashioned things that I still think work along with that, right, because I believe that you should have board games and things that are available. I I totally agree with that. And because, you know, we can only have catch-up on conversations for so long, right? But one of the the activities from my childhood that everybody who would come over still got involved with was putting those 5,000-piece puzzles together. Yes, I love puzzles. Right? We we had this one table, this one table. It was the puzzle table. And the puzzle table had all the pieces scattered out, right? And, you know, we were building the outside first, right? And... You're trying to fill in, and it's amazing how people will stand around that table and pick up a piece of a puzzle, right, and put it in, and they'll do it day after day, 
by the way. Right. Right? Because they'll they'll do it. But I think that's so you know, have activities planned. Right. And, and it and I love the idea, you know, yeah, you could do I have a friend who loves to go skeet shooting and so he goes to the he has skeet shooting and even if you right. don't know how to skeet shoot and, and it's kind of a fun thing to do. It can be a really yes. fun thing to do. And so he would do that. And then some folks, you know, like you said, cornhole, if you have the weather to do it, cornhole is a really fun way to spend some time and make a little comp- competition. Uh, I would even I would even say, you know what, maybe think about having a couple prizes for the cornhole champion of the, right. the week or something <laughs> like that. But yeah, I love that. That's great. Have your activities yeah. planned. Okay, that's number four. We're talking to Kim Poland, by the way. She is uh, just absolutely has the best attitude in the world she lives with uh, fibromyalgia she is the queen of the top 10 list she's also an author she's a matter of fact writing a second book and uh, based on her first novel and uh, she is uh, working on trying to turn her first novel into a movie uh, as well and by the way if you want to find uh, what Kim's writing about because she writes about so many different things as part of you know giving back to people you can go to kimfnp.com that's kimfnp.com the the name of her blog is called a new day with fibromyalgia with kim poland and uh, it's just a fabulous uh read uh for people who want to do that and we're talking with her uh because she's the queen of top tens we're talking about how to prepare for (laughs) out-of-town guests at, at around Christmas time, and and so we've gone through. We've got three left. So what's number three on the list, Kim? Actually, we only got two left. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought we did number four. Okay. All right. What's what's yeah. what, what do we what's our what's number two? So make sure every guest room and bathroom is prepared for guests. So that means toilet paper. Stock up on that. Uh-huh. Shower gel, deodorant, clean mm-hmm. sheets on the bed, vacuum. Make sure it's dusted. Space in the closet in the drawers for their clothing and empty the trash cans, etc. Because you never know when the um, guests come, you never know if they might have shower gel or deodorants and things like that. So make sure that you have things like that on hand for them. So you want to make sure that that guest room and that bathroom is prepared for the guests. Yeah, really, that's, you know what, how smart is that? Right? Because er nobody thinks about, er somebody's going to forget a toothbrush. Somebody's going to forget their... Uh, That's right. their shampoo or the, their hair conditioner or some deodorant. And I love what you said. We never, we never talk about it, but can you ever have too much toilet paper in the house when you have guests? No, you cannot, <laughs> sir. That's why I have a stockpile. So no, you cannot. So, so basically what she's saying, and they're not a sponsor of the show, but basically get to Costco <laughs> and, 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 and <laughs> And, and get yourself a pallet yes. of toilet paper. Get yourself a pallet of toilet paper and stock up before your guests get there. That's uh, that would that would be a, a really good idea. Trust me, because yes. I, I was get there I, quick. I, I tell people this all the time. You know, people are emotional about toilet paper, and they go, "No, I'm not." I go, "No, no, no. You're really emotional about toilet paper," and they'll say, "No, I'm not." I go, "Yes, you are." Because I said the day that there's no toilet paper, you watch your emotions. Because you're when you don't have toilet paper, you're emotional about toilet paper. I promise you, you're emotional about toilet paper uh, when you do it. So it, it's 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 an emotional thing, folks. I'm just telling you right now. With being without toilet paper can be quite emotional. So stock up on the TV. Yes. So okay, what's the number one on how we prepare for guests at Christmas? Number one. Enjoy your family like it's your last. You never know when you're when and when you'll see them again. So cherish cherish that time like it's your last. What? And that's my number one. That's yeah, my number one thing. What inhibits us from that? You know, because sometimes we get so stressed about having guests and family over that we don't enjoy them. Why do you think that is? Well, well, okay, so I used to work for um, I used to work for this company. Um, I did customer service for this company one one time, and this one lady, she was she was like um, she called. She was crying. She was yelling at me, and I because her 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 gift that she had ordered for her family member did not come. It will not be coming. I had to unfortunately tell her it would not be there in time for Christmas. Of this was last Christmas, and I told her, "I'm sorry, it will not. Unfortunately, it will not be, you know, there in time for Christmas." She was yelling and screaming. So I told her, "I said, hold on, wait a minute. 
because she had told me she had cancer. I said, mm. hold on, wait a minute. I said, calm down. In a very stern voice, just like that. I said, what is more important to you? A gift or the time that you're going to be able to spend with that family member? Mm. They're not going to care about the gift. They're going to care about the time that you're going to spend with them. Mm. They're going to care about the time that you have left here. They're not going to care about the gift. And so she started crying and then we started praying. Mm -hmm. And of course they, you know, it's against rules to pray at my job, of course, but I'm, I do missionary work. I travel to Haiti. And Mm -hmm. so it's my job as a Christian to pray for people. I, I mean, I'm going to serve God to the day I die. So if I'm, if it's my job to pray for people, I'm going to pray for people. So I prayed for her. I prayed for her cancer, for her to be healed. And I prayed for her to not just worry about a gift, for her to enjoy her time with her family and not worry about the gift. And by the time we got done praying and I prayed for other things too, and forgot to comfort her. And by the time we got done praying, she said, you know what? I'm. It must have been for God to let me speak to you on the phone tonight because I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. I feel that it was meant for you and I to speak on the phone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, by the time we hung up, she had a whole different attitude. She did not worry about the gift. She was just thinking about spending the time that she has with her family and not worrying about a gift. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just think people lose sight. And I think it's just up to us as family members to just pull people back in and just tell them it's okay. If you don't have money to buy a gift, it's okay. Just as long as I spend time with you, just as long as we get together and just laugh and just cook or just laugh and to just, just listen to music or just, do whatever family do. Right. Sometimes I just think people just get so caught up and think it's just tradition for us to buy gifts, but we can get just so caught up and just think that the season is just to buy gifts and forget that it's Jesus's birthday. Yeah. But he doesn't want us to stress out and go into debt and for, for things that we can't afford. Mm. You know, he wants us to be open-minded. Right. If you can't afford it, don't buy it. Right. If you, if he wants us to get together right. and just worship him on that day, you know, so many people say it's not his birthday, but still it's a season. Right. We should, we should get together every day, you know, <laughs> truth be told every day and worship him. Mm-hmm. But on this, in this particular season though, we should get together with whoever we can, whomever we can. And bring that 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 special time. Make it special for people. You know. You know, and yeah. it's just that's what we should do. You know, I. You know, we kind of not kind of. The the truth is, we get so caught up into the gifts, the the physical gifts that we give. You know, right. in terms of the material gifts, I should say, not physical, the material gifts that we give. Right. We, get, we get so caught up into the materialism of it that we miss the whole point of being together. Right. We, we miss the whole point of finding joy in another, in the, in the people that we have around us. And, you know, I, you know, as you were, as you were talking, I was thinking about uh, last October, my uncle passed away that I was talking about. And I spent a few days with family uh, that I hadn't seen in a long time. And I loved my uncle dearly. And sadly, I didn't spend as much time with him as I wish I would have. And I think it's because you, and I said this at his funeral, you know, you always think you have one more day. You know, mm-hmm. you, you always think that there's just one more day. And you, you don't, we don't think first it's not our first thought to think you know this could be the last day you you know and i don't want this to sound morbid because i don't mean it to be morbid i mean it that it should challenge us 
to cherish every moment that we have with family or with friends or even you know Kim you you and I are new friends today right and and I right. and I'm really cherishing this moment with you I, I want you to know I really am because Aww, thank you, you are, me as well <laughs> uh, you are uh, you know because you 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 I I yes people listen to the show and and you know Angel is with I believe it or not her name is Angel King right she's a really close friend she's she's joined the show and as as i think about the words that you have just expressed you know we we need to stop you know the chances are can i i'm i'm going to make a really bold statement here chances are you could spend less money if you were willing to spend more time absolutely Right. Absolutely. And I think that would be, that's, I think that's a more valuable gift uh, to people right. than anything that you could purchase. And, 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 and I right. think that's, and I'm glad that's your number one, by the way, I'm glad that's the number one. Because <laughs> Thank it's, you. It's really, really a powerful statement of being able to say, yeah, I know we're cooking and, you know, we get stressed out, you know, or the, you know, the, the string beans burning or, you know, did the, did the, <laughs> did the, the mashed potatoes get a little too soggy or, and I put too much milk in them or, you know, I overcooked the turkey or whatever, you know, you can get all caught up into those things. But at the end of the day, it's about being around the people that you love, you know, Absolutely. and, and uh, that's, that's really and that's really what this season is supposed to be, right? I mean, the season, right? Wh- whether it's family or even friends, right? It's really, right. It, it, if there's ever a time, and it should be, it should be all year, but if there's ever a time, right. we should re-emphasize, you know, that being with each other is the most important thing. This is probably the time. This is the time to do that, right? Right. Yeah, I, I love that. That's a great top ten list, by the way. That that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, we, we we're talking with Kim Poland. Uh, she is the queen of the top ten lists. Matter of fact, you can steal that too, by the way, if you want to, and if you want to put that on. <laughs> if you want, the queen of top ten. You, tell tell Dawn Curtis that I said that you need to. She needs to pitch you as the queen of top ten lists. Okay, you tell you tell Dawn that okay. I said to do that. Because I've I've, re- okay. I've seen some of the other top ten lists and they're really really uh, they're great and really really they're thought provoking and they're also practical. I mean, I think every one of the things that you went down on your list is so practical and makes so much sense. So I really really um, I, I I love them. I love that top ten list. So let's do for a quick review. Let's go through just just the top. Let's go through those top ten lists from ten. 10 back through so everybody could just get a summary of those and I won't interrupt you. We'll just go to, you just go 10 through one and uh, give those out. Okay. Okay. Let's go, let's go ahead. Go ahead. Start number 10. Okay. Okay. So create a guest list. Know how many people are coming. Number nine, um, mark the date of everyone's arrival on a calendar on planner. Set the reminders on your phone to keep you updated. Number eight, go shopping for inexpensive gifts. If you're not certain what a family member may like, gift cards are always a great idea. Number seven, check with family members on any food allergies because this could ruin any family occasion. Number six, prepare the rooms a few days before arrival with a small basket or holiday bag that you had brought while shopping for inexpensive gifts. Have it filled with welcome home leisure items like furry socks or if you live in a warm climate. Um, stock up on flip-flops. Uh, let's see here. Or, or a relaxation pillow for, or a blanket for the plane ride home. Number five, set up every room for each guest with an LED essential oil diffuser. Keep the room at uh, its zen mode at all times. Number, let's see, what number are we at? Four. Four. <laughs> Make sure you have tr- um Try to prepare a little of what everyone likes to eat. You wouldn't want to leave anyone out this holiday season. Number three, 
Make sure you have games or activities planned for your guests. As they stay with you, this will steer away from boredom. Board games for the little ones, pool, the gun range, or um, if it's open, cornhole, um, puzzles, things of that nature. Number two, make sure every guest room and bathroom is prepared for guests. Toilet papers, stock up on shower gel, deodorant, shampoo. Make sure you have clean sheets on the bed. You have vacuum, dusted, space in the closet, in the drawers for their clothing, and empty the trash cans. And number one, the most important of the top ten list. I want you to enjoy your family like it's your last. You never know when you will see them again, so cherish it like it's your last. And that's my top ten list for this Christmas. That's awesome. Right? I mean, is that <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, is that not awesome? Okay, listen, you need to be you need to you need to, I, I would say this is a great list, not just at Christmas time. This is a great list anytime you have out of town guests. I, I would I would say that this this list can is practical year round because you can have out of town guests. And I think this is a really I, I love that practicality of this list. We're talking with Kim Poland and uh, the queen of the top 10 list. She is also a an, an author and uh, she has written a novel entitled I Never Thought It Could Have Happened, book one, The Sisterhood. And she is also working on a second novel, as well as working on a screenplay for the for the first one here. And uh, Kim loves to bake. I can tell you this. She loves to bake goodies in the kitchen, <laughs> and she loves to garden. She does missionary trips to Haiti, which is awesome. Thank you for doing that. She likes to go fishing, and she likes to learn different languages. And uh, by the way, I do the same thing, but I, I'm, I'm stuck in Italian right now is the language that I have really focused on and tried to really learn well is uh, one of the language uh, languages that I love to learn. And in Italian, we say Buon Natale, right, for Christmas, which means yes, okay. good good nativity, right? Um, uh, is uh-huh. Buon, buon Natale. And uh, so Buon Natale to you. I, I want to thank you for being on the show. You've been a really oh, honored. Thank you. You've been a marvelous guest. And, you know, I never know, you know, how, you know, a show like this is going to go. I, I really don't. But I told you before we started, I said, you know, we're just going to be in my kitchen, you know, and everybody's going to be gathered around. And you and I are just going to talk and as two friends. And I really feel like uh, even though we've never met each other, that I feel like we've just become really two really great friends. And. I hope that um, you will come on the show again and share another one of your top ten lists with me, in in the future. Oh yeah, I would I would love to do that. And uh, by the way, if you want to read more of Kim's writings, uh, she has a blog entitled "A New Day with Fibromyalgia" with Kim Poland, and she's one of the happiest people in the world because she makes a choice to be happy, and. That's so powerful, folks. And if you want to go and find out, learn more about her, it's uh, www.kimfnp.com. That's Kim, K-I-M-F-N-P.com. And uh, she is uh, she just does some wonderful uh, writing. If if people also want to get, can they get a hold of you? Do you do you can people uh, get a hold of you in some ways or a way that they can do that or? Um, well, they can follow me on Twitter at Kimmy Poland. Oh, at Kimmy Poland. Okay, cool. And is that K I M M Y Poland? K I M M I Poland. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Yeah, K-I-M-M-I. they can follow me there. All right. Are you on Facebook too, or no? Uh yes, they can follow me on Facebook too. They can follow me at Facebook at I never thought it could have happened. Okay. I never thought yes, it. They could can follow have me there. Okay, awesome. That's fantastic. Kim, will you stay on with me a little bit as I close the show? I sure will. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much. Folks, that's our show for today. Listen, I can't thank Kim enough. And and I know this is the holiday season, and so I would be remiss in in not wishing you all a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And and enjoy your time with your family and your friends this holiday season, but do it every day because it's inspirational. And you know that I am one who believes – in inspiration. I believe that we have the power to inspire others. And when we inspire others, they can in turn inspire other people as well. And if we're doing that every day, we can really make a huge change in our world. 
if we choose to inspire so inspire someone today i will see you soon i will talk to you uh after the holiday season all right so until then merry christmas happy new year ciao everybody merry christmas Find your strength Don't worry